Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a guy bringing up his ex. Do you have to be drunk to be on a good first date? And a follow-up to the Irish adventure. Check it out, enjoy, share with friends. to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Harlem. Harlem, baby, every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It feels amazing to see the growth of this show every week. More listeners, more audience members here in Harlem. It's crazy. More audience members here in Harlem. It's nuts. More audience members here in Harlem. <laughs> they're, they're timid. They're timid. They, I, I, I had to really get it out of them. I'm happy they're here. I, I, and I'm very excited. An OKP. Uh-oh. Guest chiming in early. <laughs> Guest chiming in early. It's, uh, it's an, an early chime. But very excited to have her here. Uh, Allison Libby, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Such a pleasure. How's it going? What's going on? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I okay. always have nothing happening. Or everything. I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> is this morning zoo now? This I love is morning. it. We're going full zoo. Yeah. Rate, review, subscribe. That's right. We oh, need man. you to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Is that supposed to be vaguely law and order? It's very <laughs> law and ordery. It's very harsh. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd loves you. <laughs> well, they didn't love you at first. No, so I couldn't I even get a reaction out of them. I was wondering what they honored. were doing. So I'm very excited to have Allison here. She's one of my favorite guests to have. What what are we what are we talking? Nothing. You got nothing. nothing. I'm doing stand up writing. Yeah, crap. and you write and you wrote for the president's show. Um, yes. and they're gonna do a special episode yes. October 22nd on Comedy Central. It's gonna be off the rails. What is now the president show was great, and then Comedy Central did what they do and they were like okay cancel we're shows and not give things chances and then they they're like but we still like it we're gonna keep bringing it back it's a, they know that people like it and i feel like they didn't know what to do mm -hmm. and then they were like how about some specials and we were like okay yeah <laughs> you know but it, it's got in these writing situations you know usually you write for a show you're there every day it's a job yeah this, this is, is like not we're getting a the gang back together. yeah it's like a Neil called it a structured hang. <laughs> it's structured hang. <laughs> like, that's literally what it was every day. We just went in and we hung out, and then eventually that's, we cranked out a script. That's kind of a lot of what comedy things turn into. Like, yeah. we're doing the, you know, the live podcast, and I'm trying to, you know, we're trying to work with what, you know, what will the show be? I want to make sure there's segments, but a lot sure. of it comes down to like, the last second of trying to like get together all these things yeah. like the, you know, tr I'm trying to get dating app makeovers. I'm trying to get people's texts to read on stage and you're not sure how it's going to come out until like the last possible second. Yeah. I mean the first like week we were there, we were just in a room writing crazy. Th I have like pictures of the board where I'm like, what? None of this made it into the show, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's very funny and I'm excited. Uh, I was with Anthony last night getting real wine drunk and there uh, we go. What are you drinking wine-wise these days? You know, I'm very, you know, when I'm having like a good wine, like I'm very into the uh, the high skin contact uh, orange wines. Orange wines. It's a little sour. Really? Very good. 
What would be an orange wine? Like, what would it be called? I don't, you don't just I think say I want the orange. Well, that like it all. <laughs> it would be <laughs> like separated <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, the restaurant. I'll have the orange, please. Yes, and then uh, also the kiwi. No, yeah. um, but uh, it's uh, it's very good. It's kind of refreshing. It's in between a red and a white. You know, is it fallish? Does it I feel? F- fall? I find that it's fallish. Yeah, a little summery. It's kind of got like a little like tart. I like to it. I, I you You'd know like it. I'd like it. I just like. I, with my drinking, I want it to match the environment I'm in. Yes. And sometimes, you know, like if I'm in a cold, like I was just, it's weird because last week, um, this is coming out on Tuesday. Um, if you're in Chicago, I think there's, there might be some tickets left. Uh, Zanies, I'm there tonight. Um, but I was, I'm traveling. It's weird to go yeah. from like Cleveland to Dallas because Cleveland, you're like, I just want a whiskey. Yeah. I want it to be cold. I want to be in my sweatshirt. Yes. And then you go to Dallas and you're like, it's hot and I'm eating meat. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I guess give me, you know, and then you're like, but I want to go back to whiskey time. Yeah. I'm just right. used to four seasons. Yeah. I can't. That's the worst thing about Los Angeles. I was like, so we're just going to drink white all year. All um, year. I can't do that. <laughs> I can't I need... do that. I need like the warm, like I want a hot toddy sometimes. Yes. I want like a, like a deep red. There are drinks that you feel bad about yourself for drinking in certain weathers. Yes. Like if I had like a whiskey. Right in, now? It would be too, 80 degrees it's outside. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. I need white wine. I need a spritzer. Yeah, I, need I some love li- a spritzer. Yeah, I've been making I, a lot of UCB spritzers where I'm like, give me the big cup, pour a bunch of white wine in it, and I'm going to top it off with a seltzer. <laughs> what, a UCB spritzer? <laughs> like when I'm there. That's like because they don't have like oh, any. Okay. They have a yeah, white, yeah. a red, and three beers. I mean, Aperol spritz had a moment this summer, but yes. it wasn't on the level of the... The, the like rosé. The rosé craze. Yeah. I'm glad. I don't want people taking over my deep love of bitter drinks. Interesting. Why yeah. is that? I don't know. I want to be like a pretentious asshole. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You want like, to say I'll have oh, the yeah, Aperol Spritz. Yeah. Let me. I'll have a Campari and soda. Yeah. Which and, is my like drink all day drink. Well, I think the reason it's funny that it shows the laziness of people. Like yes. rosé is just easy to say. Yeah. You sound funny right away. You know what you ordered. You right. ordered wine. You ide- yeah. You can identify it. Like yeah. people don't know like what Aperol is and like what's in that drink. It takes a level up yes to be and the i will douche. level up on uh, yeah. alcohol all yeah. the time <laughs> <laughs> I, but it is it's funny because like you know i talk a lot about we talk a lot about dating and dating apps and the one thing that i've come a lot of uh the dating app makeovers lately mm-hmm. i've been calling these millennial mad libs yes that's what they are <laughs> where people are doing the easy joke right the easy thing that we all talk about yes. it's easy to go i love pizza i'm a ninja right. turtle you know it's like right. and but that's kind of where rose comes in where it's right. like that joke is easy to make yeah Love my favorite, uh, yeah. Oh, rosé all day. My favorite juice is rosé. Yeah, like, yeah, just yeah, really exactly. terrible. And now there's rosé flavored, um, like beers and shit. Like yeah. you can get like rosé any. You can get rosé. Also ice now cream. like froze as a whole thing. And years ago, my friend Andrea and I made it, and we were like, "How are people not doing this?" It, like, well, this is the thing. The it's um, jokes have a moment where it's like you have to be ten seconds ahead. Yes. Yes. And then the minute those ten seconds are up, you're it's, behind. Yes, exactly. Like today is, uh, we're taping, I'll take you behind the curtains. It's October 3rd. Today is uh, Mean Girls Day. Oh, yeah. Remember when that like first started yes. happening? And when you, and and I was talking about it with the girls from Betches, because like for them, Mean Girls Day is like, it's like that's a real a day. Ho- Yeah, that's a real holiday. <laughs> they, they have to <laughs> appro- uh, uh, celebrate appropriately. Yes, yeah. Which, There's totally planning. get it. There's they, they got memes they yeah, got to put everything. out. They, gotta, they, they have a, 
an entertainment stockpile that they have to put out for this day. Yes. And I was, and we were talking about it, and I was like, it's funny that 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 those things are fun to see. And then get old in five seconds. Yeah, the second one you see is bad. You're like, get like out of my fucking life. The first one you love and the second one you hate. And I compared it to the It's Gonna Be May. Yes, it's and the same. You see the It's Gonna Be May. The, when the, the first one you see, you go, ah, I yeah. like this All one. right, that's fun. The second one, you're like, fuck get, off. Get out of my feed, you, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, I hate you. <laughs> you unoriginal asshole. <laughs> you didn't see. And it's like, we all saw the first one. Right. We don't need yours on top of it. And then there's like the people who try and like invert the joke a little bit and like try and do like they'll post that on April 1st and you're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and the, then, then now like even Justin, like the internet, the, the beauty and the, the, the sad part of the, the internet is we know the drill. Right. There's the joke there's a cycle. And then there's the joke about the joke. And then it's the person who the joke is on is now in on the joke. Right. Like and Justin then it's Timberlake the person is, that's like, uh, serious question. What's a Justin Timberlake? Or like, yeah. you know, like they have to, now act, we have to break it like down. They, yeah, exactly. Like they have to like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of laughs. Crowd's crowd loving it. Um, uh, but yeah, it, it, it's, uh, it, and then when you know the beats of the internet, you can play against it. Yeah. I know what I'm doing on my Instagram. Like I know there are certain jokes that I make that I'm like, I know what's going on today. Yes. And why this will work. And I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. I don't yeah. Know. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, what am I devoting my life to here? All right, well, listen, every <laughs> single day. Let's do some emails. You ready? Let's, yeah. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Go follow Allison on Twitter and Instagram, at Allison Libby on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow, go support. So funny. A president show, October 22nd on Comedy Central. Let's just go into the inbox. I Let's feel like go. You know the show. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. That's right. Thank you. There we go. <laughs> uh, someone sent in, I'm just off the top, um... There's an article about a American Airlines flight diverted because of pull-ups. I'm going to send this to you, Shelby. I'm going to forward this to you. Is that okay? There we go. Oh, you've switched well, to someone, new Gmail? There's, I, I, the new G, I hate when they switch. Stop changing it. It's so good the way it was before this. Why, and, and I don't I, need I, like canned replies. I'm not like so busy that I can't write, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, the canned replies are just weird. Um, I don't, I just don't like. I know why. There's certain things that I know that we all hate change. Like we're yeah, all like, oh, okay, anything thing. that's different yeah. is just awful Terrible. right away, and then we get used to it, and then we get mad at the next change. Right. Um, but it did feel like um, we didn't need this. Is uh, I don't like that on. everything's rounded. Can we put a pause sure. on the podcast right now? She just texted back. Um, I'm on a plane. Casper cut their budget last minute, so they're out for ten nine. So no sponsor on that episode. 10.5 is Harry's. 10.12 is Audible. We did that. HelloFresh is going to take the Casper spot for a run later in the month. So no, there's no ad this episode. All right, ready? Where do we leave off? We were talking about Gmail. <laughs> I, Gmail just needs to just relax. Yeah. This is something that is in our lives in the same way that like a toothbrush is in our lives right. at this point. Right. I've committed to it. I've chosen Gmail. I didn't choose Yahoo, like whatever else people use. So just leave it the way it is. I picked this. <laughs> I've chose this. I've life. chosen this. Let's so do this. don't change it. Ex-girlfriend alert help. Ooh. I love when people say help. I love a help one. Help. Jared. I look forward to the podcast every week. You have the good work. I've been seeing this guy for about a month. We met on Hinge. We hit it off right away, see each other every couple of times a week, and discovered he's good friends with my best friend's boyfriend. 
He's good friends with my best, best friend's, friend's boyfriend. boyfriend. Okay, All so right. this is good. She writes in parentheses basically the aunt theory. Yes. You yes. know my aunt theory. Yes, I do. Ha- this is just the digital version of the it. The digital version. I, I got, uh, you have people it's that are watching It's weird that you haven't you. met your best friend's boyfriend's very good friend, but <coughs> maybe they haven't been together very long. Yeah, I guess uh, maybe they're all new relationships. Yeah. Uh, only one thing is a turnoff for me. He's brought up his ex four to five times. So I've been seeing this guy a month. That, for, over the course of a month. That's a lot. Four that's, to five that's times. That's over one a week. They dated for two years, broke up in April. Okay, so this is not April. We're in October. Uh, at first, right. I didn't think it was that weird because I talked about my ex as well, too. When we went, uh, we went to his cottage for a night, and on our way there, he told me his dog had a seizure the previous night. He told me he called his ex-girlfriend because uh, she is in her final year of vet school and asked her what to do. I was pretty turned off at this point, but not say anything uh, to him right then. What would you think of that? That's I pretty- would get it. I don't know a lot of other... Vi- like. I don't know. It's not like you know a lot of vets. Hit, hit, hit up that page. <laughs> Shelby, you okay? Misfire. Just want to... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, we're, we're getting through the kinks of these of these drops, but we like them. Okay. I, I don't know anybody with a cottage either. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. I mean, this feels very Midwestern. Yes. Uh, the cottage thing, I know people who have lived in the Midwest, they go, you know, as... You have like a lake house or a cottage. Yeah. A cottage, or they rent a cottage for the winter. Sure. And this is like the beginning of that season. Come to my cottage. We go do hikes and stuff. But the vet thing, I'm like... If that was the only time, I'd be like, all right. I mean, that makes sense. She's in vet school. His dog had a seizure. Like, what are you going to do? Call, like, your friend who's a lawyer? You're gonna, mean, are you going to, like, open the yellow gonna page? Do? It's not like you're not going to call her. Yeah, like, you're not going to Google vet right. when you have a vet in your life. But if if he's been talking about her a bunch and then did that, yeah. then it feels kind of like, okay. After talking with a friend who also is an avid listener of this podcast, she insisted that this is a deal breaker and that there's red flags everywhere. I sent him a place message stating the amount he brought up his ex was a bit uh, off-putting, and I told him to let me know when he's ready to date again because I enjoyed his company. He asked me to do lunch to explain. We got together. He apologized and said the only reason he called her is because she is almost a vet and thought she would be helpful. He told me he wanted to... Uh, Apologize, said that the only reason he told me he wanted to be open with me about calling his ex. He explained he doesn't have feelings for her anymore. They just have a lot of mutual friends and their break was very amicable, saying they both saw it coming for a long time. My question is, what do I do next? I do. Do I give him the benefit of the doubt? Continue to see where this goes because we get along so well. Or should I not be uh, so blinded by my emotional masturbation? What do you think? I wish I knew more of the contexts in which he was bringing her up at other times. Like, this, that's a little tough. Cause this like, one feels fine to me. Me too. Dog, like, there's no left turn in this series yes, of events. Yes, that makes sense to me. If Dog seizure, vet, final year of vet school, right. that's who you're you And you're on speaking turn. Like, yeah. Fine. And, like, I don't think it's, like, crazy when people, I mean, they broke up in April. It's October. That's what six months like yes you know they broke up a while ago if they are friends then like you just have to know if you're okay like if they have like a they have a lot of mutual friends and yeah. it's amicable they're probably friends with each other and she'll be around at some point she's gonna be around until she's not anymore yes and and that is to say it does take time to like unstitch absolutely this whole life they were together two years and they share friends yeah this all makes sense her getting brought up in the vet scenario. Fine. Let's put that aside. Yeah. Her getting brought up in the, hey, we just broke up. Um, it was amicable. 
some especially when it's amicable like that. Yeah. You are friends at the end of the relationship. Yeah. You're not even into each other. Right. You're just <laughs> like, oh, we work as friends. Yes. And that's not to say they're going to be friends forever. No, but they I'm, are right now. They are right now. They're just trying to get rid of that. Yeah. And the more serious he gets with you or whoever the girl becomes, the more that ex is going to just go away. Yeah. But I, I, I don't think it's a deal breaker. I think it's something neither. to like keep an eye on and like and notice how you're feeling about it like if you're starting to be like all right he brings her up almost every time we hang out Mm. then it bothers you enough that you're not going to enjoy being with him but if it's just every once in a while because like he has friends that are hanging out with her and like whatever then you know but you also don't want to put him in a position where the thought police is out right like because you did say hey i brought up my ex too that's i think talking about exes is like the most normal part of getting to know someone it's so important What's your, where'd you come from? Where do you go? Right. And it's like, that's totally okay. It's, there's points where it's weird. If he's like, well, my ex did this in bed, I'd be like, okay. Maybe we don't need that information. We didn't need that information. (laughs) You can give enough. Right. And I do understand where he's like, I want to be open with you because I just called my ex. I'd rather, if I were her, I'd rather he tell me about it than me like weirdly find out like a month later that like after this like traumatic thing, he like called his ex-girlfriend yeah. and didn't tell me. And, uh, totally. And the longer he keeps it in, the longer it becomes like, well, I'm hiding it because I, you know, she'll, she'll know right. I have feelings for her. I, I wouldn't want to be in that position later because that's what, you know, you said right. to him, well, I, I, I'm glad you said something, but I'm also not happy that you were like, come back when you're ready to date. Yeah. Because he is ready to date. Seems, he's dating you. Yeah. He's dating you and he's seeing you a couple times a week. I would go back to him. Yeah. I would definitely like hang out and and kind of just see what happens. Like, yeah, you'll get the sense after it's been a month. Like, I don't think a month is a super long time. And you probably saw each other. What? Like once or twice a week, maybe. Yeah. You know, it's not a couple times a week and discovered he's good friends with my best friend's boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Like, that's right. I forgot about that wrinkle. Yeah. Well, this is all good stuff. Yeah. You have the making. I think you're getting a little in your own way where just be if this was not an ex. And it was just a girl he was friends with. You'd be like, oh, oh. that's just a good friend of it. Right. And the, I, I think it needs more time. Yeah. I say keep going. Keep going. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Shy guy or not into it? Oh. JTrain. The boy and I used to, this boy and I used to hook up, but then based uh, off timing situations, stopped talking when we graduated school. Fast forward a year into working, we recently hooked up again. He's always been really shy around me and comes off nervous until he gets pretty drunk when talking to me. After the recent hookup, we Snapchatted occasionally, and he'll sometimes message me on Snap Insta. We never really text, but recently he texted me. It was something very random. I continued the conversation the next day, and he seemed pretty responsive, but seemed to fizzle out after that. I don't want to give the excuse that he's shy and that he's not asking me out, but I don't quite know what the play is here. He seems relatively responsive to me, and I'm not opposed to texting first. I just can't tell if he's uninterested, don't want to put myself out there if he's not into it. I really, uh, I just really can't tell what he's thinking, which is probably not a good thing. So can shy really be an excuse for a guy? Is it all, all takes sometimes a little forwardness from the girl to make something happen? 
Or if a guy likes a girl enough, shy or not, he'll make a move. If I should text him, is there anything in particular I should say? I know cuffing season is right around the corner, so not sure if it's better to play the long game and be very for or be very forward with him right off the bat. What's the best way to send uh, send in the situation like this, or should I just completely try forget about this guy? I know he's not hooking up with other girls, and he's not using me for that? sex because we haven't fucked yet. Oh. I don't know. I don't know if that adds anything to the situation, but I felt I should add that in in case it does. What do you think? How do you know he's not hooking up with other girls? Yeah, I don't like, know. I don't know. There's no way to know that. There's no way to know that. Also, you haven't had sex yet. Has there been other stuff? Have yeah. you slept over? Well, she said right? they hooked up, right? Yeah, they said they hooked so, up. So I, I don't, you know, if you're really into it, I'd say just like go for it. And if he's like, he responds to you. I don't like think I think shy is an excuse to a certain extent. There are guys not. who would be like slower to do something out of just being nervous. Yeah, I think that's more on the approach. Yeah. To me, this is uh, this guy. I think also with shy guy. It's more because she writes used to hook up. But then based off timing, living situation, stop talking when we graduated school. Right. So, okay, you've been a customer at his store. Yes. Okay. So fast forward a year, we recently hooked up again, a year into working. Right. Okay. Shy guy is shy with other girls. Yes. You would be the comfortable one. And that's why he's coming back to you. So it, I don't think it's going to get more than this. No, I feel like it's... um. I, a convenience thing. Yes. Like, you know, you graduated school and you stopped hooking up. Like it meant that the context was what facilitated that happening so Mm -hmm. easily. I'd say it's probably an every once in a while thing, which if you're down for an every once in a while thing, then keep going. And if that isn't enough for you, then don't do it anymore. Yeah. I, if you think this is going to be more, turn it, I don't think it's going to turn into more. I get the vibe that he's probably like, not looking for a relationship. This yes. is easy and comfortable. Mm-hmm. And, and he likes doing that. He likes and looking he, up with he you. He enjoys you. Yeah. He texts and you. Like Easy doesn't mean you're easy. It means that this situation yeah, is easy. Yeah, that he knows that it's, it's, you've been there before. He's comfortable. And, and the, for shy guy, you can get in this situation with shy guy because, you, first of all, he's let off the hook by his reputation. So you've already said, well, he's shy, so he won't get in touch with me. No, he's just getting in touch with you when it's convenient for right. him. And you're someone who he doesn't have to uh, get embarrassed by. Right. There's because not you've already be had hype. stuff. Yeah. Right. There's if not going to be the rejection. It's, it's more likely for him to do this um, until forever. Yeah. It's, if He'll we, do this until he has to stop. Until he has to stop. So the, but that's the, with Shy Guy, that's kind of what happens with him. Yes. He's a pussy. Yeah. So he doesn't want to approach new girls. Right. So So he'll keep he'll keep being shy guy to you. But that's really him just texting you whenever it's convenient for him because he's responding to Instagram and Snap stories because that gives him a reason to reach out. And he knows that you will not look at him and go, fuck off, loser. Right. It's a very low stakes engagement. (laughs) Yes. J train podcast at gmail.com. I love that. We just bang these out. Yeah. Have to be drunk for a good first date. Do you have to be drunk for a first? This is the title of this email. Do you have to be drunk for a good first date? Do you? No. No. I don't think so. No. No. I'm with I'm with I'm with the noise and you. I'm 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 feather feather feather. I, feather. I have lots of thoughts. I want to hear what this is. Okay. Feather 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 all the way from Murray Hill. 
Oh. I, I wish I had a heat map of where listeners come from. Yes. The deepest red would yes. be Murray, Murray Hill. Murray Hill, I, I would feel, City. has a lot of questions. <laughs> love your podcast. <laughs> love listening on my commute. Debriefing with all my friends at work. Also, I'm a Penn Stater. Hope you had a fabulous time in State College yesterday. Can't wait to see the review on your Insta. I put up my review. So I've been doing this thing. This will sidetrack us for a moment. I, I've been going to these. Um, I'm for So Tell how us. low will you go? Is every Tuesday on Snapchat, go subscribe. It helps me personally. Even if you don't, you're like, I don't like Snapchat. Please just open you know, it and leave open it open it. for a minute. Yeah, just <laughs> fucking leave it open so I get the numbers. Um, uh, <laughs> it's paying some bills. Yeah. So, but every Saturday I go to a different college football game. Right. And what I've been loving doing is I have these so many flights and shit. Yeah, you're on a lot of planes. A lot of planes. And I take like an hour while I'm waiting and I write up this like, just like a snapshot shot of what the vibe was for me as a visitor. Yes. And the reason I do it is because when people get into college conversations, it's so emotional. Yes. It's their school. Their it's school. Their thing. Their you experience. Don't you don't get it. You have to see this restaurant. Yeah. Like whenever I go to a school and I ask where to eat, they'll go, you got to get the wings. <laughs> and you're like, the uh, wings are never the thing, the destination food. Every food. Unless you're in Buffalo. College, unless you're in Buffalo, college, what I've also realized, college towns have the worst fucking food. Yeah, they do, because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All it has to be is a big fucking pile of slop for yeah. low money. Yes, exactly. And Can we, you share it with everybody you live with? Yes. Great. And everyone's like, oh, you got to try the cheese sticks. I've had cheese yeah, sticks. Yeah, I'm good. I've done it. You got to follow the Tom Segura method. You say, where do the rich people eat? Yes. <laughs> that's what I my need to start doing. I think about that every time I go to <laughs> where, another city. Because I have said that. I've <laughs> said, that, what's the restaurant? And then always college go, go oh, you got to go to Rick's or whatever. I don't want to go I eat anywhere Joe's. called Rick's. Yeah, yeah. And I go... Well, what's Joe's have? They got a wings. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, are they good wings? Like, what type? And like, like, like just our wings. Yeah, no, a lot of them. Yeah. Right. You're like, yeah, they're that's a, not how I'm judging they're a penny food. Penny each. I don't want to eat that. Yeah, that's not the question I yeah. fucking asked. You yeah. know, like, I want three delicious wings over a hundred. Yeah, a hundred fuck wings. You know, so <laughs> fuck wings. Yeah. So, but you go to these towns, and I and the reason I do the review, and I try. I get so many responses that are like, well, you didn't see this. Or like, I don't want to be hateful. No. I'm just trying to tell people. I came and, to campus. This is what I saw. I also, it cost me nothing to go there. So a lot of people connect when they review something, they connect the cost. Yes. Was to, it worth it? Was it worth it? And I'm saying from a, like those, I feel like the standpoint I'm at is like, I just want to tell you what's going on. Yeah. This and is what I'm seeing. Penn State. As a man in his 30s. <laughs> man in his 30s at a college town. <laughs> Penn State was great. It was fun to go back. Um, when was the last time you had been back? It'd been a while. Yeah. It had been like four or five years. Yeah. I had gone back for like doing shows. Yeah, I, mean, I you remember. came with me. I did, did not. You did not? No, it was. We went somewhere else. We went somewhere else. But I brought a lot of comics yeah. there to do shows at fraternity. And then um, I stopped after a while because it just wasn't the right place for a comedy show. Yeah. But I also, even when I did those shows, it was the town has changed a lot. So much money has come into state college. And it's yeah. like, you do feel like you're in a, I wrote it on my Instagram. You can go to my highlights. It's called plain thoughts on my highlights. And, but it's just the amount, it is such a bubble there. Yeah. And, I, I feel like it's so that's so many camp. Like, I feel like if I went back to Cornell right now, I'd be like, you guys don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know anything. But you know what? The one thing, the bubble of Penn State is so much more because 
there's not even a thought of like jobs. Like, yeah. like everyone there, yeah. you're in fan, and especially you're living football, in college until the day you leave college. The day you leave college, and, and it is like there's no internship. There's no, right. and maybe even if you do, you're like, no, I did one. It, you, you know, yeah. you didn't. It's not yeah. like you were, you know. So you did one over the summer. You know, right. like it's like, and it's just. It's a wild experience to go into these places and just see what it's like. And Penn State was fun. It is like, it's like going to, I wrote this in the thing. It's like going to Universal Studios. Yeah. College tailgate, the experience. Yes. That's what I would imagine it is. (laughs) And because (laughs) it was the one school where old men got together with all their, all their old buddies and they're the ones starting the cheers at the bar. They turned into the kids they were. Yeah. So it it was great. I I had a good time. That's great. Penn State. Um, next, or this episode will air. I'll just have left Miami, and then I'm coming to uh, Texas this week. So this Thursday I'll be at TCU. Uh, this weekend I'll be at Texas and Austin, then Nebraska, then Georgia, then LSU, then USC, then Louisville, then UCLA. It's a long fucking. Thing. It's a long month. So watch that show. Uh, anyways, <laughs> what was this about? <laughs> I've been going on a crap ton of dates this year as part of a New Year's resolution. All from the apps thus far. And then she writes, boring, I know. Uh, I don't think it's boring. No. I've almost written into you multiple times about things that have happened on this escapade, but I've noticed a pattern that was the final straw in inspiring me to write. Of my escapades this year, I'm averaging two dates with a makeout, no hooking up, ranging from one date no kiss to four dates and fucking all the and everything in between. I think I averaged that correctly. So hold on. What? What's that? Math? This New Year's resolution is crazy to me. To go on. It's the New Year's resolution to just go on as many dates as you I can. I wish she explained it. Yeah. As part of a New Year's resolution. But she's, I'm, I'm imagining it's to date more. It's to get out there. To get out and there. she said she's going on uh, averaging two dates with a makeout. Oh, so most of the relationships are ending after two dates and you've had a makeout. Yeah. Some are one with nothing. Some are four with fucking. Yes. Okay. The pattern I've noticed is that on the first date, I almost only ever think it was a good date if I was drunk slash tipsy. If I only have one drink, I find myself overanalyzing everything they say slash do. I.e. he didn't play sports, team sports growing up, what the fuck loser, and sometimes not getting super horny. I'm not one of those people who can only be social when drinking. I'm very outgoing, etc. But when it comes to first dates, it seems to always be the case. An example of how this uh, is impacting me, went on a date this Tuesday with a guy but only wanted one drink because I had an interview the next day. I liked him, but I also think he might be a little off, not positive. Do I force myself to go on another date and find out or write him off? I was, if I was drunk, would I have liked him more? For reference, I'm 25, self-proclaimed 769. Face, body, personality, guys or girls can use it. She gave an Instagram account. We'll go look her up. If I must. She's uh, she's very cute. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can't not. Well, there's a lot of different people. Yeah, there's not. I think that's her. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. Going on a lot of dates. Cute. There's Great. a family. We're into it. Um, you seem fun. Seems yeah. fun. No, I don't have a drinking problem. This might be a boring email because you could answer. It could be as simple as you're not dating the right guys as if you uh, if they don't make you super horny. But I thought it was worth emailing because I'm sure others feel this. Would love to hear your thoughts, suggestions, any predict on the predicament above. So, do you think like the way she spells it out? What do you think? I think 
alcohol provides rose-colored glasses, even in hindsight. There are a lot of nights I've been out, not dates, but just nights I've been out where I wake up in the morning. I'm like, last night was so fun. And then like, if you really parse through what happened, it was, it was fine. Yeah. So I think that it's probably more of a hindsight thing. Like you're looking back and being like, that was a really great date. It depends how drunk they're getting too. If you guys are out, I don't know, drink or don't drink whatever you want. But like, there is something where like, if you decide to keep hanging out, you're having a good time. Mm -hmm. Like, if you just had one drink, well, that's only 45 minutes. Yeah. If you have four drinks, depending on, like, you've been hanging out for a couple hours. You've gotten to know them a little bit more. They want to keep getting another drink. Well, this is, that's what I think. I think it's more, she's, she's saying, is it A or B? A plus B equals C. Yeah. So the good dates, you drink more because you're comfortable they're, with the date. Right. And they're, like, lasting longer. And you guys are And the are conversation's vibing. good. There's never a moment where you go... She, and then you go, and the waitress comes over and goes, another drink? And you go, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. And it's like, you know, that, to me, where even when she said she had the interview the next day, I don't think she liked the guy going in. Yeah. You wouldn't have planned you the date. You wouldn't schedule a date. The night before an interview. Right. I and think, if you surprise got an interview, you would probably try and move it. If you were, if you were like, I kind of want to make this a thing. Yeah. You'd make I, it a Friday. I wanna, like yeah, yeah. Let's do a different night. I, I, I want to meet this person. I got that interview the next yeah. day. I don't want to get too drunk because I know this person has been great over text. The thing about these apps, and I think she's using them right, even though she claims it's boring. I don't think it's I boring. Don't think it's boring. I think she's using... You know when you're excited. The, I think her bigger issue is that she's stuck in this agreement she made with herself on new year's right where she's you like don't have to get, i hope there's not a number associated it's not like go on 50 dates and i hate that because now she's just trying to get out of the house to get out of the house right and it's becoming a chore right so that i could understand fully why she would be like yeah some drink some dates i'm getting drunk and having a great time and some i'm like and the ones i don't get drunk it's because you're forcing yourself to go right and so you're saying, well, I have to go anyways, but I'm only going to have one drink because this guy kind of sucks anyways. Right, right. You're already talking yourself out of it. Totally. Before so, you get there. So yeah. I think it, it like, like, yes, it is part like what she said. She's like, I know you're just going to say like, it's the guys you're going out with, but like, it's also how you're approaching going out with them. Yeah. It's not, it's not even the guys you're going out yeah. with. It's, it's that you are treating this like it's a math equation. Right. When, and then you're looking back on the math going, well, I only had one drink. on, And that right. makes sense from a math standpoint, but from an emotional standpoint, right. that's not the whole story. That's not the whole story. You're walking in going, oh, I really, the man, the, the messages over hinge have been awesome with this guy. Right. Oh man, I'm going to, I'm ready I'm to drink right away. Yeah. I'm already ready for the, we've already I'm had ready to the have first fun. date. I'm ready to have fun. And then with, you know, Joe blow, you were like, ah, oh, I got to get this over with. Yeah. I guess I can only have one drink cause I got that interview tomorrow and I'm really thinking about that and not about him. Yeah. And, you know, this is a trip to the gyno. Yeah. <laughs> okay well no same you've never know. been to one no? okay <laughs> I, I haven't oh yeah you're right uh no but I, I i do hear what she's saying but i think she has to we need to stop treating dating as jobs yes and she, you're 25 you're young you're beautiful yeah, you've it's got, gonna be fine you got nothing but you know uh, I, I don't like even saying the time thing like you're just gonna be good yeah um but i do think like and then she says am i being too hard you're never too hard if you're like, if you ever go, uh, don't go. Right, right. Just don't go. You don't have to. You don't owe anyone anything. And like, it won't make you like, there are some people that are like, go on a million dates because it's good practice. It gets you comfortable. But you're doing that already. So you don't need that. Leave Value a, your time more. What?
We are sponsored, people. What is Loot Crate? It's a monthly subscription box delivered to your door with exclusive pop culture collectibles, apparel, and gear. Loot Crate curates, designs everything themselves. You can't find these items anywhere else. No matter what you geek out about, this is for you. Our original and most popular Loot Crate is a curated collection of items from only the best pop culture franchises every month. We're talking the real deal. DC, Marvel, Blizzard, Harry Potter, Nickelodeon, WWE, Fallout, and many more. Here's why I love Loot Crate. It's an opportunity to treat yourself on a monthly basis with the goodies and things that you geek out about. It's something that you probably wouldn't buy for yourself unless it was sent right to your door. And I love that it packs $45 of value into each crate for less than $20 a month. You really can't lose. Listen. Their crates sell out, so you got to get involved right now. Get the best surprises each month from the largest geek and gaming subscription companies and geek out in style with Loot Crate. Subscribe now by going to LootCrate.com slash JTrain. Enter my code JTrain to save an exclusive 30% off your subscription. Wow, that's a big savings. Free money, people. Subscribe now going to LootCrate.com slash JTrain. Enter my code JTrain to save 30% off your subscription. That's LootCrate.com slash JTrain. Enter my code JTrain to save 30% off your subscription. Go get involved, Loot Crate. Help them, help us. That's how this all works. Get to LootCrate.com slash JTrain, promo JTrain. Now, can I do a follow-up email with you? Yeah, of course. I feel like we can. Yeah, you'll, we're there. You'll be able to get it right there. <laughs> I'm very excited about this follow-up email. Podcast at gmail.com. Now, we did an email um, a way back when with Chad Daniels. Do you remember this? About a month and a half ago. And, it, and there was a woman that was a divorced 37-year-old single mom, loves a podcast, changed my dating game, I have her email right here. I met an Irish guy traveling from my city one night. We went and had an amazing night. Our personalities clicked, stayed up all night having sex. Do you remember this email? I do. So she was wondering, you know. It made me say. Good email alert. Yeah, it's a good email alert. Um, <laughs> um, but Chad, for everything. Chad Daniel gave great advice. And because he's like of a certain age and yeah. divorce and has kids. Yeah, and so he knows it was where gr- she's at. So if you want to go back, go back and listen to that episode and listen to the advice you gave. She has written back. She want, He want the guy from Ireland wanted her to come visit him yes. in Ireland. Okay. In Ireland. Uh, and she was asking, should she go? I'll reread her email. Fa- okay. uh, our personalities clicked. We stayed up all night having sex until his flight out. So he literally came and went. I never expected to hear from him again. Fast forward two weeks on his way home from assignment. He works for the, he, I won't say where he works. He messages me. We exchange flirty banter. He encouraged me to visit him in Ireland. What's his motivation? He's 36 and also a single parent. Doesn't, uh, does he want to fly in an international booty call? And I, uh, an idea I'm comfortable with because I lo- would love a vacation and a romp that comes with it. I feel like I should just enjoy the adventure and see if there's anything more than from there. Is there a possibility of more? It would make a great story for us. Ladies love a story. So what do we, so we answered this email. Sure. Did you tell her to go? We told her to go, right? We did. We said go. I would go. tell her to go. Have fun, have but a vacation also like, and yeah, and know then, what it is. And also, uh, I think Chad had a good idea where it was like, go early so that you can have the vacation on your own, and then 
make see him and, at the end. and then see him at the end yeah. and like uh and you know that type of thing and we'll go go back and listen if you haven't listened thanks for she writes up follow up it was called an amazing dick down worth a trip to ireland Whoa. thanks for the wonderful advice Many a shot of whiskey and pints of Guinness were enjoyed in your honor. I know it's usually a feather, but will you accept a shamrock to your nuts? I went on my adventure and it was perfect. It was the right balance of being able to do my own thing and us spending time together. I even had a friendly dinner with another Irishman I had dated previously. I was upfront about it what? all. This, this woman's great. You're like living an amazing life. Yeah, what's going on? How did you know all these Irish international? <laughs> Where are you from that you're meeting all that you know all these Irish? I think men? it was like the middle of the country, right? What a twist. This is great. I, I, I was upfront about it all. My plan was to not think beyond this trip and enjoy the moment. That was kind of our advice. Yes. Uh, but towards the end of the trip, he told me he loves me and asked if I would ever consider moving, which to me is dot 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 insanity yeah <laughs> yeah she has a kid yeah and like a job and a life and <laughs> what are more realistic scenarios uh at this stage i also don't really want to dive deeper until he makes a return visit or at least makes a plan help me king of brunch do i have an influ- infatuated do i have an infatuated irishman or a cuckoo leprechaun on my hands what do you think i mean i'm interested to know how much they're communicating outside of these visits mm. like have you been talking like most days of the week? Are you texting a bunch? Are you doing phone calls and, and Skype and yeah. FaceTime and stuff? Also the time difference. I mean, that's, that's a tough, I would definitely before doing anything else, want him to come back. He's got to come here. The, Cause I the mean, first tri- you went on that trip to see him. I mean, you went on a vacation. You went like, on that trip went- for the vacation to see him and also the adventure. Yeah. Like it, the, the, what you have to remember and, and kind of like going back to what we were talking about with Penn state uh, where I was like, you went to Universal Studios, the exper- uh, yes. college experience. What you did is you did the Universal Studios uh, boyfriend relationship, the experience. Yes. yes. And, and that's kind of what these long distance romps are like. You don't know. You just you 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 gave him a spelled out amount of time. Right. So he had to be good for that amount of time. And that's it. Right. I'm not saying that he's lied to you or anything like I'm just but saying you didn't get the full picture of what it's, you know, like I'm sure there wasn't a day in the short amount of time he had where he came home from work and was like pissed off about something and was like then unpleasant yeah. to be around. Like I that, remember I which went happens on, in real life. I remember I went on birthright with a friend of mine and we came back and birthright is, you know, Jews yeah. can go to Israel for free and go see the you know country or whatever. So we procreate. <laughs> so we procreate. Yeah. <laughs> and, I remember my buddy came back and he was dating a girl that didn't go on the trip. And he's like, he's like, am I, you know what? I'm having my kids call me Abba and Ima, okay. which is mom and yeah. dad in, in Hebrew. And I go, and I remember being like, let the dust settle. Yes. On this trip. Yes. They are now, you know, not together anymore or whatever. Yes. But it's like he, him saying, would you ever move here? Is not crazy because you guys are having this romantic, fun filled. I can see that being said and and him being sincere in, about it, it. Him just going, would you ever think about it? Right. Not, he's not asking you to move. He's just being like, would you ever even like Would that be? Is that in the world of possibility? Like, this is so. I I the fact that he said it like means nothing to you moving or you guys being together, but it does mean something as to he was enjoying himself too. Yes, right. He would not have asked that if he was having an was, awful time yeah if he was like get this bitch out of yeah, here no. you know he clearly like wanted you to be there the next step has to be him saying i'm coming for a weekend yes 
and 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 maybe spending more time together than you did when you went there. Yeah. So if you were together for four days, like make it a full week. Yeah. And and I could see where it gets exhausting, skyping and calling and the different time hours. Yeah. And you say, listen, this is fun. I'm enjoying. I enjoyed my time with you. Then I'm enjoying talking to you. But what's the di- what's the plan? Yeah. And and it's okay to be like. I we don't know. Yeah, yeah. The, the only uh, the only way we move forward is if or in any way, right? Is I'm here. Yeah, love to have you. Yes, be open to that. But I I think could you you know moving is he? I don't think he's crazy. I think he's he's caught up and enjoying yeah. the Universal Studios like relationship experience. Relationship experience. <laughs> Tina Jay- Turner lives in Switzerland. So Tina Turner. She renounced. She's a Swiss expat. Really. Why? Good for her. Uh, you know, she's just doing her thing. Oh, thanks. Doing Julie. her thing. But, you know, <laughs> just doing her thing. Okay. Yeah, she's doing her thing. Happened. In Switzerland. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, yeah. it's weirder places. People yes. move to weirder places. I, I, I think it's wonderful. But let's say this is wonderful and that's it. Yeah. I don't think it's he's in or out. I think it's let's see if he comes. Yeah. Keep us, uh, keep us informed. Yeah, I want to hear how this plays out. Wedding Ring Blues. Ooh. Dear J-Train, how much time we got left here? We got plenty of time. Plenty of time. <laughs> what an answer. <laughs> Dear J-Train, long-time listener, first-time emailer. Love your podcast for my shitty drive to work every morning. Enough feathering. Let's get to the backstory. I'm a 24-year-old and have recently gotten married. Man or woman? This is a woman. Okay. A, a lady email. I feel like the women always say dear and the guys are always like, yo, J-Trade. Yo, fuckhead. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yo, Jew. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I got recently asked, um, I, this is way off topic. Um, (laughs) enough feathering. Let's get to the backstory. I feel like this is going to be a juicy one. I, I, I mean, 24 and have recently gotten married. Yes. Yeah, there we go. my husband and I talked a lot about getting engaged and married, and we went, we went, and when we wanted it to occur, and ultimately we he went and bought a ring and made the decision for us. However, my one thing I mentioned to him was that I didn't want him to buy a super expensive engagement ring. This was because we were at the time living in my parents' basement, just finished college, and we just wanted to purchase a home and save for a wedding. The ring he bought me is very small compared to the average ring I see on other women's left hands. I know it sounds cheesy, but I honestly love my rings. I'm not a jewelry wearer, so the fact that it's small means that I'll wear it even more often. True. After we got and we got the house, the wedding, and the amazing honeymoon that we wanted. However, when people here are married, they want to see the ring, and when I show them, their face usually falls, and they say something like, "Oh, cute." Women are brutal. pieces of shit. They're just brutal. <laughs> we are. I'm no one is meaner to women than women. <laughs> I mean, this is like one of those things. And you know what's funny? I do a joke at shows about um, destination weddings. Yeah. And then when I reveal, the, I tell a story about a one that I yes. went to, and I say the I'm place. Familiar. There's someone in the room that will go. That's not a destination. That's not a des- if it's in the continental United yeah. States, it's usually it's, not a destination wedding like, to people. And it's like. They're just fucking getting married. Yeah, what are you talking about? If Neither I got person on, lives there, so it's a destination. Exactly. That's right. If I got on a plane to a place you think is cute, right? That's I a destination. I don't care how long the flight was. No. I'm getting on a plane. Yes. Okay. 
It's a, it, I, and, and so are you. But it's you, and it's always a woman. Always. And it's always a woman is like and says it shitty. I mean, the wedding industrial complex is a tool of the patriarchy. Oh. <laughs> I think that like <laughs> the ways that what like women obsess over weddings, and I'm like the the time we would have to do everything else. And like, also <laughs> all these women that are just born wedding experts. Yes. The, every woman's a wedding expert. I'm like, every I'm pretty woman sure has you're good an, taste. You're a publicist, Shannon. You're yeah. not an interior designer or a florist. You have no, and everyone has just God gifted you the ability. Yeah. I got an opinion on weddings. Yeah, I, I I've been to weddings, yeah. so I have a, an opinion yeah. on them. And it's like, I, it, but for the women in her life to go, let me see the ring, and then and then be like, cute, oh, cute. I mean, I also think that this is a. Is there more to it? So my question is, how do I respond to that? Do I just not show them the ring? Do I just ignore it? I'm honestly proud of the life we've built together. I mean, you have a house. You had a wedding. You're 24. You're very young. It sounds great. Um, But it hurts me to see people react that way, especially when he is around, because he was very happy with the choice of the ring he made. Also, I love uh, my ring. It fits my personality and style very well. Help me, please. Sincerely, the wife of a mar- the wife of a married couple who loves listening to your podcast. I really appreciate you guys listening. This email is very real. Yes, it's vulnerable. I believe every this word she email. said. She's not the def- good email alert, See? right, Shelby? So I I don't. What I love about this email is sometimes someone's like, "I love my ring. I don't care what anyone says," and you're like, "I can feel." Yeah. This person is upset about the ring. This doesn't feel that way. No, this no, feels- no, 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 no. You, you are just looking for tools to deal with tools. Um, essentially, yeah. <laughs> it's like what's happening. But like, also, like this is a product of Instagram and social media. Yeah. Like, how many photos do we scroll through, seeing these like giant ass rings sure. on influencers or like people who are like and deeply then, in debt and, and like <laughs> yeah, and then put next to a a fucking picture uh, like uh, the, for something for size yes yeah you got it for scale for scale which is like crazy it's like holding a remote in a dick pic yes <laughs> the, 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 yeah the the female ring next to a flower is yes. the dick next to the remote it's and it's, it's crazy just, and it's people get very i mean like i don't know personally i think when they like are like cute you should be like want to see the house yeah <laughs> where's your I, house <laughs> I, I don't mean, even want to go be, down that road don't be in it you know i, I, I mean you know what's interesting to me? Um, to me, this is like you can look at it as a blessing too. Like yeah. I, I these are the people you don't need in your life. It is as sad it's as true. that's and as extreme as that sounds. Um, I I can tell you, and Allison, I'm sure you'll agree with this. When you pe- tell people you do comedy, it is a version of showing them uh, your engagement ring. Yes, because you're you're being vulnerable. You're saying. She when she shows someone her ring, that is whether you believe it or not, a vulnerable moment. No matter absolutely big or small, if it's big, you go. It, everyone has to go. Wow, right? What do you have? What's going? On? The the opposite reaction is happening as well. Yeah, it's like and, and also just like the act of asking to see it is very like it's setting somebody up to have to like do something like. You have to either be like, it's cute and not like it or like how big. Oh, my God. Like, what are you going to like? There's just no right answer. It's it's the same. It's it's like it when. So, yeah, because people don't think of the questions they ask at, yeah. the, at a certain point. They'll they'll ask a question, then forget like, oh, I have to be responsible. Yeah, for now res- I have to answer this. The answer this. <laughs> and I have to be responsible for hearing the answer. Yes. Yes. So I, I just think with when you say to someone you do comedy, the, the strangest part and it's only something you realize when you first start doing it, is that some people it like offends them. 
Yes. Like I've had people respond when I do when I'm like, yeah, I'm a comedian. They'll go, oh, really? Right. Like, right. Well, tell me a joke. Or it's like, and, it's like and fill the, out a spreadsheet. What are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, but it also a lot of it is that sometimes when you tell people, I have a theory that when you tell people you do comedy, it's the same thing as you saying, I think I'm funnier than you. Yes. They, f- they think it's that. Yeah. 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 Like, that's how they, they take that's it. That's how they take it. And it's, and it's like for you when you say, well, I'm married and let me see the rent, you know, the, right. you know, there's a version it's of that where they're like insecurities. It's insecurities. Oh, cute. Like I would, I would guess that most of the people asking to see the ring do not have engagement rings. Yeah. And that's, I mean, and all, you know, I think that that's them being jealous of the life you've built and the ring is a perfect place to be able to like, Take you down a peg. Yeah, and judge it. And And like, I don't know. I think just always responding with like how happy you are and how much you love it. And like, because that's where you are. I don't don't think there's a response you can give. I think it just tell, I think people reveal themselves, believe them. Like, you know, like that's like, this is a version of that. Right. If somebody's behaving that way and saying that to you, then. We quote Maya Angelou a lot on this podcast. I would imagine. And this is the quote that I, I lean on the most, right? I know why the caged freed sings. This is exactly the case, Shelby. <laughs> so I, for me, what they're, what she is seeing is who people really are and right. how they right. feel about you. And also that's their insecurities. And it's okay to be like, I just think you just, you, there's nothing to say to that. Yeah. They're like, nothing will, that you say to it will make anything better. No. They're still going to feel that way. You're still going to feel the way you feel about their reaction. It's kind of a no win. It's a no. It was like the comedy thing. When yeah. you first start out, people were like tell me a joke. And I actually would tell a joke. And it would be the most. Oh, that's in, so in the embarrassing. Beginning, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> and I will. But this is the thing. And, and when I would first start, because you want to tell people like I'm doing this thing. I really am. Right. And, and so, you know, the analogy to the comedy thing where I'm saying whenever I told the joke, it was a loss. Yeah. Right. It never, I never won that battle. So you in the ring department, if you go, well, where's your house? Right. Then they're going to go, well, how big's your fucking house? And right. then it goes down it and down and down. Going. Like it's a one-upsman game that like no one wins. Never. It's just. That sucks. I can't believe. Oh, cute. Can you imagine? It, yes, I can. <laughs> J train podcast Friends at gmail.com. <laughs> J train podcast at gmail.com. Help can't get a match. Sup, Jared. Feather, feather. There's a dude email. Ooh, yeah. A dude email. Huge fan of the pod. First time writing in. Recent grad here. Moved to a new city for my job. Been here about two months. I've gotten two matches on the apps. Before I'd come out here, I had no trouble getting matches and going out with chicks. Wait, where is he? I just said a new city. A new city. Uh, But here it just has not been working out. The competition is stiff out here. Lots of money, gym rats, and smoking chicks. I know I'm not the greatest guy, uh, but still, two matches, really? LOL. Any advice uh, you can give to help me more matches, meet some women out here? Thanks, J-Train. Any thoughts? I mean, I wish I knew the city. Mm. Um, it feels like Los Angeles. It feels um. LA-ish. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I don't, I, I don't have an immediate answer because it's so hard to know, like... We don't the know what his profile looks like. We don't know where you like. were before. We don't, like, it's just hard to... I'll go off of the things I know. Okay. Okay? When I'm sent a match for a pot, a app makeover for men... Yes. ...and women, they're very two different, very yeah. big themes. Yes. The women aren't... Uh, the men are too cocky, and the women aren't cocky enough. 
Yes, yes. So the women won't have an alone shot with their full body. They'll hide behind the friends. Yes. The sunglasses, uh, you know, half shots of just their face and the selfie. They'll hide. Yeah. The men do not fucking hide at all. No. And a They're lot like, here it is. Here this it is. This is me. I'm the fucking man. And this guy writes a very nice email. Yes. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but he's also um, two months out of graduate. Yeah. You got a little he said, bit. Of- Recent grad, uh, new city for my job. Been here two months. So you're. Let's say that's it's a tough age for men. Very in tough. A new you're city. bottom of the totem. You're pole. the lowest on the totem pole. <coughs> no and money. No. Like, you know, girls are just like I can. They can date up. Yeah. You can't you can't date down because those girls are just in college. Right. But what I would say to him is, your profile is probably very college-ish. Yes. It's probably, probably immature. And I'm not saying that you're an immature guy. It's just this is I, I just know people. you've been doing well with a certain profile in a yes. certain world in a certain world. I'm where not, you, not even city, but a certain world. Yes. The the bubble that yes. we were just talking about. So now you're in the mix with like you're competing with people who make a ton of cash and like are older and and also don't have a picture of them shotgunning a beer right on someone on um, some dude's shoulders right and no girl thinks that guy has you don't have to be on that the app to be being cool the day you graduate the day you graduate and you don't have to be on an app to be serious but you have to be um you have to at least look like you could be serious right i'm not saying you're lying to girls but you have to let girls know that you could be fixed up to a point that you could be a boyfriend. Yes. And you could be honest. You can go on the apps and say, hey, uh, nice to date. meet you. Yeah. Let's go on a date. And then you can say, I'm looking for casual. And it's okay if you don't want that. Yeah. That's okay. But on your app, on your pictures, you have to look like someone who has the ability yes. to be serious. Right. And a lot of the dude apps that they get out of college, you're still with the same pictures from college. And it's all just, it, it, to me, it looks like you're trying to, to get a bit at a fraternity with your dating app. Yes. A and lot I feel of these, like, and yeah. like a lot, I feel like on apps, like men look at women's pictures and say like, do I want to fuck her? And women look at guys pictures and say, do I want to date him? Yes. And I think yeah. that like, you need to tailor your profile, tailor your profile to be for dating, not for fucking. Yes. That's the best advice he could get. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Let's do, we got time for one more. We do one more email. Okay, one more. <laughs> is this the same guy that does like action movie trailers? I, this is what it sounds like. I don't know where we found in this a world. Guy. In a world. Uh, okay, so what do we? I'll give you the choice. Okay. Should I get off the dating apps? Sexually frustrated female. She wrote in twice too. Oh, she, that sounds urgent. <laughs> pageant pageant talents. Slept with my guy friend who has a girlfriend. <sighs> Oof, that one feels like heavy. Um, swiping out of my league, a dude email. I've never lost a game of pre-relationship hot potato, and I refuse to start now. I don't know what that is. I'd be into either the sexually frustrated female, the pageant talents, because I want to know where that goes, yeah. uh, or getting off the apps. So I defer to you. Dealer's choice. Sexually frustrated female, just because it's two emails. Yeah. Let's do this. Okay. Sexual also, frustrated. like, I relate. <laughs> yeah. Listen, we, I think we got. Well, there's a lot of women, women are listening right now. Yeah. Going sexually frustrated. <laughs> Tell us what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, loving all your work, including the UF podcast. I met a guy through a mutual friend about six months ago. We hit it off, and he got my number that night. 
Met a guy through a mutual friend about six months ago. We hit it off and got my number that night. We went on three dates. He didn't attempt to make a move on any of them. He then got swamped uh, starting a new job, and I didn't see him for two months, but we still talked almost every day. I don't think much about it as we haven't even kissed. So I enjoyed my first single summer in over three years. After those two months, he asked me out and apologized for being so wrapped up in work. Um, I went and had a great time. Fast forward now, we have gone on about eight dates where he has slept over multiple times, and all we have done is kiss which eventually took me to make the first move. I asked him about it, and he explained he is dealing with a lot of stress and anxiety in his personal life right now, but he is very much into me. I understand my understanding of that. We got along really well on our dates, but I feel like I'm gaining nothing more than a friend. I am all for an emotional connection, but a girl's got to eat too. Interested to hear what you think and if it's worse uh, to stick this out. I am skeptical of continuing to hang out and develop feelings for someone who hasn't been pursuing the physical side sincerely frustrated sorry also should let you know i'm 24 year old female living in a major city both of us are working professional jobs what do we think it's tough i mean six months of this and like no matter how much you like someone if you're not having sex yeah like in or, or whatever you need to like fulfill you sexually mm. then it ultimately isn't okay <laughs> like that's yeah. part like that's as, like i feel like people write off sex as being like that's just set but like it is like a really integral part of like being she had to, to make somebody. the first move to kiss him and he'd been sleeping over yeah i don't like um, shelby shaking his head yeah this is not <laughs> shelby go no. for that belt <laughs> well, yeah right <laughs> i i uh this isn't it i, I yeah move it's on a bu- i think you've much. got a friend if yeah. you want one, and I, I don't know if you like, you know, I don't know how much you like him and how hard that would be. But like a, a lot of people are embarrassed to end things because of sex stuff, yes. because they're like, well, that's and not I, everything. Right. I don't he likes, that type but of he guy. likes me so much and we get along so well. I get along with a lot of people. Yeah. If they're not fucking me and I want to date, like then we're going to have to do something. About yes. That. And also a lot of women are afraid to like throw away good hands. Yeah. She's like, he's got a job. He's a good guy. And it's like, yeah, but not the good guy for you. Right. You it need- still doesn't have. Yeah, I um, I just think you got to let this go and stop texting with him. Yeah. I, the fact that you were texting every day for two months. There's also the thought that he might have another girlfriend. Of course. There's a, So let me bring up the other things the more could, sinister yes. things is he could have another girlfriend. He could be hooking up with someone and um, and doesn't want to be that person that like, you know, doesn't want to be having sex with two right. people at the same time. But is happy to carry on an emotional relationship with you. <laughs> exactly. It also could mean that he has an STD. It could. Um, these are all in play. Right. I don't know what it is. It seems more innocent the way you write yeah. about him. And but I, I, I do know that like, you know, who knows what his like anxiety. I mean, he could be on anxiety medications that bring down libido. Like you yeah. don't know what's and, going on there. And then the last thing is the more sex gets put off uh, from a guy's point of view the more it feels like the sex becomes a contract. Yes. And, if you know, there might be a point where he's like, I'm backing away because I don't know if I want to be with you and moving anything. For, I mean, this is a kiss, which I can't. Right. The, the reason this is, I don't know if this is the case, but I, I just don't think this is the case because he just kissed. Yeah. Like the fact that you guys haven't even been naked. Yeah. It sounds like it means that maybe he's just not ready for sex. Right. With for anyone. whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's not you. Um, no, it's not you. You're he wouldn't be cute. sleeping over in your bed if he wasn't, if he didn't like, he clearly does like you. But yeah. He, but, if, but you, if you need sex, which you do from a partner. Sure. Then this, and this relationship is never going to be what you want it to be. It's no. a, and sex 
honestly is one of those things that's like it's 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 a lot like eating where you're like i gotta eat yeah and 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 eating with someone yeah because like, like, it's like are we going to the you same can place? masturbate every day and it's not the same it's like the I, same. like it really i mean it's just not and, and also you have to be like on the same page with someone like like it's like going this to eat isn't with someone. gonna go become like a fireworks like no. you're not gonna go from this to like you guys are fucking all the time to, he's great at going down orgasming on, all the time yeah no. it's not gonna make that jump J train podcast at gmail.com. Allison Libby, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. At Allison Libby on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow. Go support at Allison Libby. October 22nd president's show. Shelby, we got some news? We do. Yay. Uh, Picks 11. <laughs> Jared, uh, you ever used the psychic? Um, I have not. Have you? I mean, I haven't. Allison psychic. I think I went to one with friends once, like one of those, like just in the city. We were like, I don't know. It's five bucks. Let's see what she has to say. Really? Uh, great. Just like to be like, whatever. What is this? I want to know what they talk about. What do they do? Like do it you, was more like an investigation. Do you remember it? No, it was years and years ago. And I, you know, it was something like, you're not doing the thing you want to do or what. I, it was some like vague garbage that if you said it to anybody, it would apply. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah I was yeah, like, yeah. that's what I thought this would be. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you will see rain this month. <laughs> so what's with the psychic? Well, a Maryland psychic. <gasps> oh, I love this story. I actually, I go on. Psychic in Maryland is a bit of a, bit of a scammer and she's going to prison because of it for six years after scamming customers out of 340 grand. How? Aren't all of them scammers? Technically? Technically. <laughs> I mean. But uh, how did? How much did she take her for? Uh, various, uh, I think it was like five people for 340,000. Okay, that's on them. That's a different scam. US. That's not yeah. our, she's not getting right. 300000 an hour. Right. The, 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 the psychic how it usually goes, I, uh, you pay me some cash, I tell you your fortune, we part ways. Yeah. What this, was she doing? This woman uh, known, named Gina Marie Marks, who uh, told people her name was Natalie Miller. Okay. Which that kind of was weird, like. Yeah, having a, yeah. Like, oh, uh, Gina, that's not believable psychic name, but Natalie, oh, now <laughs> I'll listen. She uh, told her, like, people, okay, I'll read your fortunes, and then she said, like, people that said they had a recent breakup, she would go, oh, uh, I think he's uh, actually still into you, and I can really, like, help you with this, See, and it's, can try to and this was all, get him back. Do, she's, he's doing this with women, right? Oh yeah, only uh, only the ladies. It's crazy that yeah. like, you know, it kind of leads back to the thing we were talking about with the ring, where it's like, we're all in this comparative mode where right. uh, women are going like, are getting like, fucking you know, not going crazy, but I, I don't know a better way to say that. What you, yeah, just okay. going crazy yeah. with keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, that you there, and I'm sure these women aren't like out of their mind. No, they go to the woman. They're just like looking for like help and reassure. It's just money that should have been spent on a therapist and not, and a, not psychic. a psychic. <laughs> well, the thing was, she said like, you need to give me this. Uh, she had uh, several tactics. One of them being, you need to give me this large amount of money. I'll cast a love spell on it, and we'll put it in like this special place, and the money will be like cleaned, and then 
So she was laundering money. Well, I would, like um, spiritual, spiritual, money? spiritual laundering, spiritual money laundering. Like, oh well, then I'll give it back to you. It'll be a thing. Oh, she so never that's a gave whole. it back. But yeah. then she had like people, and one of the main ways she got caught. There was a 26-year-old Chinese immigrant who she like had her meter at a store with her credit card and was like using it, and she gave her 80 grand what? when she tried to get it back she wouldn't so she called investigators this woman uh marks when she she was caught at the airport trying to flee the country really what did, i wish i could see what she looks like yeah i'll pull up an image well because i would think that a part of this scam is that she has to look like kooky psychic lady. yes yes and she's like gonna believably wear, insane yeah she's <laughs> gonna have like trinkets and yes. capes yeah and stuff i imagine like that. a lot of like caftans and sandals like and how chunky jewelry <laughs> how ridiculous. she's like just shopping at Ke- and chico's <laughs> yeah, yeah she's hanging at chico's every day with her 300 grand how crazy though do you feel if you're sitting where you're like i just need love in my life and you're like i'm going to the psychic i know it's nuts right and then the psychic looks at you and goes he still likes you and you're like what do you mean yeah. and also what doesn't yeah. help this is the guy's probably still texting oh he probably is kind of just like back burnering like <laughs> Hypothetically, some of the people that write in here, yeah, I could go to them. He likes you. Yeah, I could. I could lie. I yes, could say yes. Yes, it, she could be like he keeps texting me. You I don't know. A very similar role. This is what I'm saying. I, I feel like I'm the psychic because I, with great res- power comes great responsibility. Yes. So people could email here and go, "Hey, this guy's been texting me uh, late night every night," and I'll go, "I think he likes you." I, I think, and then, I, hey, you know what you can do? Venmo me 10 grand. Venmo me 10 grand. Yeah. I'll text with him. I'll talk with him. Right. And then I go, you know. And then you just take 10 grand. Then I just take 10 grand. I go, yeah, he said he didn't want you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're like. I think we stumbled I, upon a new business opportunity. I, well, yeah. <laughs> no. But I'm saying this, this woman, people would right. look at this story and go, yes. how could that woman be so dumb to give another, uh, a psychic 80 grand? Yeah. And but, it's like. We're close. Yeah. Right. It's not so insane. It's not so insane, especially because the men unknowingly, probably unknowingly, are participating participating in this. (laughs) They're being like... They have no idea what's happening. Yeah, they're sending a you up text and she's going, the psychic said he'd do it. The love spell on my 80 grand word. Yeah, right? And he's like, I'm just horny. (laughs) Yeah, I just wanted to get a blowjob. Mark's... Uh, doing the always great look of hiding under a coat while entering the courtroom. Oh, she doesn't want to be seen. Said, people are racist against gypsies. <laughs> <They're>... <sighs> but that is the perfect response. Yes, the, exactly Nothing is more should. 2018 yes. than that. Hey, how do I get out of this? People are racist, racist against gypsies. <laughs> They're racist on my culture. We do have power. We're not allowed to talk about it. It's like Fight Club. Yeah. And this is... um, How did the judge not laugh the... Oh, look at her. She does have psychic face. She looks like someone. Right? We know. She Does she? I think. Oh. Say it. I'll bleep it. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) She's pretty. I mean... But she's pretty in that kooky psychic way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? She's got crazy eyes. This... She's blonde and she's got... Big lips. A nice diamond necklace that she used with that... Psychic money. Yeah, she's holding a scepter. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Shelby, thank you for bringing uh, that story. Do we have any more news? We do. Uh, I'd hate to close on a sad note, but... But, you know, sometimes you got to do it. (sighs) 
is hard to talk about, but a uh, have you heard of Maurizio Zanfanti? I don't know Maurizio Zanfanti, but uh, no. he sounds like a great guy. Yeah. I'm sure he's uh, just an accountant, right? Have you uh, ever been to Italy, either one of you guys? I have been to Italy. Have you? Through some airports. Have you been to Rimini, Italy? Never been to Rimini. Well, Maurizio Zanfanti, a.k.a. the Romeo of Rimini. Oh, (laughs) the Romeo of Rimini. (laughs) What a great name. Who has claimed to have slept with more than 6,000 women. There's not even enough time. There's not enough time to do that. Has passed away at age 63 while having sex in the back of a car with a 23-year-old tourist. Wow. A car? 63 <laughs> with a 23-year-old? Oh, God. In the back of a car. This guy must have been the pickup She's artist She's on a tour of, of Italy. <laughs> tour of Italy. She had to meet the Romeo. Ugh, what 63. I want to see a photo. Let's see a picture of him. This is him and his heyday. Oh, of course. He he looks like the Romeo of Romania at that yeah. point, but I, he couldn't have looked that way uh, anymore. I don't have a picture of the deceased currently, yeah. but... I love that he died doing what he loved. Yes. Honestly, best case scenario for yeah. me is I f- die fucking. Yeah, right? A, but not a 23-year-old. As a woman, it doesn't sound fun. Well, <laughs> imagine being that 23-year-old. Oh, my God. If That's somebody died horrifying. on you while having sex in a car in another country. A 63-year-old? A 63-year-old. Like, imagine her. Also, you have to tell your pit, like, how was Italy? <laughs> <laughs> well, well an, an old man died on me while fucking in a car. Imagine. But the pasta was so good. Well, here's, let's, like, to empathize <laughs> with the 23-year-old girl a little bit. Yeah. You no, go I mean, to Italy. You get, you're in this small town. He's 63. It's kind of gross. But you know what? You're in Europe. You're in Europe and no one will know. I'm just going to go. I'll have, you know, listen, I'll fuck this guy. Yeah. He's the role. Look, he has we've, a all done, we've all done those kinds of yeah, things. Yeah. Like, we, this is the thing. Like, I, I do understand for her being yes. like, this is going to be awesome. Yes. Like, I, I yeah, even, be like, it's a story. It's and a it's story. Like a, boy, is it? <laughs> yeah. And, and then all of a sudden she's like, who will find out? I'll tell this is a f- story I'll tell to close friends. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he dies uh, while I'm, I, I'm guessing he's not on top. Like, I, yeah. I'm guessing that he's like, no, uh, I got I got to imagine he's not doing a ton of the heavy lifting. No, no, no. no. So she's on 63. top of him. And then she has to, like, find out you he's have to dead. Get un- like, you'd have to climb out from underneath. And cars in Italy are not big. No, it's what was it? A smart car? <laughs> She's in the back of Is it a Vespa? Alfa Romeo. A car, I mean, <laughs> they're all on scooters. Uh, yeah, this is. He moved there in the seventies to become like a nightclub promoter. He Obviously. was seventeen, and his job was to just hang out in the street, get these tourists to come in the club. Uh, and he said, I know these. T- yes, I, when yes, I was yes. in, when I was abroad in Florence, these people exist. And yeah. At his height, he was. Uh, slaying 200 women in a summer that actually makes some sense to me i believe it because i believe it too um first of all when i was abroad in florence you can't even talk to women from italy if you, unless you know yes. the language yes so for this guy he i call it uh he's a safe adventure yes because he, he's american right oh maurizio zanfanti no i well, think he just moved to another but town but he knows how to speak english yeah. So he right. knows how to speak English. He can talk to these girls from America that are there abroad. Yeah. Uh, he can speak Italian. He'll show them around. He has probably places that he brings. I get it. 
I get I, it. I get it. Yeah. But I do think it's funny that this girl now has to like, yeah, I mean, I has having a moment. I just how, fucking the 63-year-old. Uh, did she call George, the cops? Like, what happened? Like how George Pryor's dad died. Really? Having sex with a much younger woman. Really? Yeah. And also, re- she's got to kind of be like, I killed him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I'm that good. How was the sex? He, de- he slept with 6,000 women. Yeah. Because you got you to look at him and be like, horse. yeah. I did it. He's I must definitely be amazing. doing a lot of cocaine. Oh, well, is, you don't die at 63. It was so famous that uh, in Sweden, they erected a wax statue of him. Come on. Ew. Yep. <laughs> erected <laughs> is the main word. Yes. Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. Thanks for having me. <laughs> at Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. You got to follow Shelby on Instagram. Follow Classic Shelb on Instagram. Just do it. It's free. You don't have to be difficult about this. Yeah. So thank you, Classic Shelb. Go follow. Allison, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. At Allison Lobby on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow. Go support. This was so much fun. So Always fun. a blast. I'm Jared Free. Podcast successfully recorded. We did it. At Jared Freed on Instagram, uh, go follow. I'm uh, here every Tuesday and Friday. Keep telling your friends. Keep spreading your word about the podcast. We'll be back next episode. Boom.